0: Hi, welcome to the Sweaty Palms Podcast. Sweaty Palms is a Belgium-based music platform that urges their community to discover and share new music and ideas from which relationships can be built. In our podcast, we'd like to dive into the minds of people we think have a huge influence on their scenes and surroundings, ranging from artists and promoters, to passionate diggers, broad creatives, your average shows. I'm your host, Eunice. An Android-based music producer, graphic designer, and apparently podcast host. In this episode, we sit down with Amos and True Noise. They're known as the two respective halves of A Taste of Struggle, a Belgian band with a sound stretching beyond the country borders. Signed on Deep Medi Music, which is run by legendary DevSoft producer Mala, we talk about their new record Waterman, touring India, saving people with music, having a strong connection with art, and more. Sit back, relax, and let the sound of Waterman warm you up. Hi guys, welcome to the Sweaty Palms Podcast. I'm joined here by A Taste of Struggle. Hey, how are you doing? Good.
1: We're doing good.
0: First of all, congratulations on releasing the album. Uh, Must be a great feeling. Yes.
1: Yes, it is. Thank you. finally out.
0: Finally, have you been waiting a long while?
1: Years upon years
0: Actually, we
2: wanted to start planning in the week of the first lockdown.
0: Okay.
2: Literally in that week, and then it was kind of a little bit of a silence. (laughs) Because, yeah, the first lockdown is different now, I think. Mm -hmm. Still the same shit happening, but kind of different. And we know what's up, the approach, and I think we still should keep people should keep releasing music in yes. these conditions
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think the most important part is to keep putting out stuff um, people still need art in these days I think it uh, brightens up whatever is left of the world and then keeps a uh, touch with reality so a very good thing that you actually did put it out um, before we get into more about this record and stuff uh, could you tell us a bit about yourself for the people that may not know you so
1: uh, we, as an individual or like... A as taste we, of struggle. A taste think? of
0: struggle. Let's start there and then we'll go from there. <clears throat>
1: um, yeah. So we started out, uh, Bruno heard my voice. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always mix it up. <clears throat> I mean, true noise. Uh, heard a song that I made really, really simple, like, uh, some vocals on the guitar. And, um... He basically got uh, it sent over, somebody yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. so actually, yeah, it was via my mom. I think she sent it to somebody, and then it got it yeah into um his hands, and then he contacted me, and then we were like, okay, let's go to the studio and see what's up, and then the first track that we made is the first single that we put out, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, was, i I just remember like the first track that we made. And this sounds maybe really petty and stupid, I was like, oh, my ex is going to be so jealous about this song, (laughs) because it sounds so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, really petty stuff. But anyways, I was really happy with the vibe and with the song that we made, so yeah.
0: I mean, it's a good feeling when you get that. If if you think, oh, my ex is (laughs) going to be jealous, you know know you've got a hit on your hands. (laughs)
2: because I still have that one paper. No, it's not at my place. It's still in the old studio room because we, st- I moved studio room since a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still a drawing of you, that mannequin that you made, remember on the paper, and it has uh, 2012 on there. And that was Jeez. when we were working there kind of like six months or a year. So I think about nine years. Nine years. Yeah.
0: so it's been uh, about I think six years since the, the first record then or uh, the, 2014 2014? was the first uh,
2: album seven, yes and um, but it yeah we made a lot of music mm-hmm. we just we started like what Amos says we we made that first track we did a couple more and then Mala he heard the track, literally we came in the studio, he heard the track and he said, what is this, what you gonna do with it? Uh, re- the answer was, uh, we finish it, you put it out. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, the, he was down, oh, yeah, I'm down for an album like that, so we started working more, we kept working for a year, whatever, just making music, not like with a peace of mind, okay we need to fit on MIDI or D yeah. MIDI, whatever, we do our thing. and. Well, it was. Uh, it was the struggle was tasted. <laughs> it was tasty, and so it was.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, interesting how you said that you don't want to fit within deep medi specifically. You just do. Well, what it's you do. not don't want. To, no, no, but, but it's yeah, just you do what you do. Uh, but yet it fits. Like in my, um, in in my perspective, the, the way your records really fit within that uh, space of bass music and and stuff. Um, did you? When you started working out, uh, working on the record or the, the tracks, did you think that was a place you would end up on, uh, like that deep, meddy, and the that bass world, kind of uh, vibe? No, not particularly.
1: But I think you, I, hey, for you, you were uh, yeah, inspired I, a lot about. Yeah, I knew know?
2: Mala for some time already then, and we had like a really good friendship for a long time before the music was there, but it was not like a share thing, um, which I'm saying, not giving him music for this or that. Mm-hmm. No, he walked in and he wants it. So yeah. that that sets the tone for <laughs> your whole, for everything that you're doing, you know? And and I think anything bass or whatever can fit on deep MIDI. Yeah. Uh, people like to pigeonhole styles music and be- because i used to do different i've done different types of music and project but when i started the taste of struggle uh, when we started it i wanted to start with a brand new fresh name because people like to
0: categorize yeah and,
2: and oh it's that name and they're they not even won't listen or whatever mm. it's that period end of discussion but
0: yeah i understand it's the same reason why i switched projects in, in my thing because i was mm. uh the name corrupted was very drum and bass and then everybody thought oh, i'm yeah. out drum and bass and i don't do that anymore so i just started a fresh project. so i completely get why you want to um keep control of, of i mean once music gets out in the world people will label it anyway so if you get as much control as you get from the start and it's better start
2: oh start branding it in a fresh way exactly you
0: know So yeah, that's interesting. Did you both already have a very big connection with bass music before? Or is that also like something that accidentally happened?
1: For me, I I listened to a lot of drum and bass. I I think when I was like 16, that was the parties that I was going out to. So yeah, I really enjoy that music style. But yeah, dub and dubstep, no, not at all, actually, no.
2: A little familiar, like like I said before, I was friends with uh, Mala already, and he asked me like a couple of times join me there when he was playing whatever, uh, Holland or not too far. Mm -hmm. And then one time I joined him, and then I was I never experienced something like that. I was like,
1: whoa, yeah, really. And I took that
2: into the studio, and and just uh, did my thing with that Mm. because I, I I've been doing. Mm, uh, how do you say, but a bencher in, uh, <laughs> in outcast. English? Uh, outcast. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I've always been kind of an outcast. And in, in like before, when I was DJing, was with a lot of house DJs or in house clubs, but I wasn't doing that, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I like that. It's not trying to make a statement or try to do so, it's just. How it is, or what I do, or what we do, or whatever. We don't like to follow trends either.
0: Mm-mm. No, I, and and not because of being like oh, don't want to. Do. No, it doesn't. I think the most important thing to always do when you're writing music is to do what feels right in the gut, and whatever follows follows. Yeah. Um, but I think it's yeah, it's it's interesting that uh, when you coming from house music no this, that's not exactly what you whatever did. different yeah. i
2: started out as a drummer you know so
0: when no. did you start out as a drummer
2: i oh, know way back but it was from from doing electronic music and playing punk music and mm-hmm. uh, what a psychedelic whatever anything goes basically and and with us in the project it's kind of the same i think we stick to one, not one style, but to uh, a vibe. Mm-hmm. But when we do stuff on our own or even we have more different tracks that don't fit the, the Taste of Struggle. Uh, it does fit, but we won't do it. because Whatever. It's a complicated sometimes. <laughs> maybe, um, not complicated, but it's, that's... I'm exposing myself. You should not think too much about those things, you know? Like Bruce Lee said, "Don't think, feel."
0: Voila. Then what do you feel that the vibe of uh, a taste of struggle is? If you say we have tracks that don't fit what we feel that we're doing, why do, why don't they fit? Why do you feel that they are not what a taste of struggle should be?
1: Hmm. Maybe sometimes they sound maybe too poppy or something. No, no, that's mm. not true. <laughs> Uh, no, or is maybe it- just the stylist, and also if, if you're gonna put out an album, then you want things to be a little bit like cohesive in a way, mm-hmm. uh, so that you can make a nice story and yeah some tracks, but yeah.
0: It's a hard question. I'll admit. Yeah, it's a hard
1: question, <laughs> especially if you want if you just want to do what you want to do um, and not be bound by um, like rules or something. I think we although we do think about how we put an album out and how it has to be some sort of a story, we don't really, um,
2: uh,
3: but and, and some, it all
1: has to do with integrity at the end, I guess. Yeah, so. but
2: sometimes um, frequencies and music, you can't explain it. No. I mean, it's the feeling of how it gets presented is the same like when you do rehearsals, it, you can do something on the rehearsal a track and it's like banging and then you bring it to stage and it's like uh
1: (laughs) i I don't think anybody's Uh, doing this (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: what happened uh no the magic works on the rehearsal but it's different on it's a different environment different frequency everything is different so yeah
0: but it's uh all right cool that's an answer <laughs> <laughs> a pretty vague. Answer. no but i, I think it's no, also, I always vague to describe the a feeling yeah you know i was just uh, the reason why i asked is because also when i write music there's a lot of things that i felt would uh be a certain project and wouldn't and it's usually because my sound has already evolved by the time i'm finishing a project and the new tracks that i'm writing don't fit so i was thinking it could be something like that or just is it completely different because the vibe in your head is completely different when writing Mm but it doesn't matter that it's that's the way you approach it i think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but we'll let it rest and maybe come back on it if you have a different answer (laughs) (laughs) um so it's been uh between waterman and Outbox it's been three years um was it purposefully that you took a long time to work on this new record or did that just flow that way do you want to focus on solo stuff because i know you both do other things as well or Was it just like, yeah, we'll see what happens when it happens?
2: Basically, we do an album (laughs) in a week if we want. I'm not sure. No, it's it's not. This album was ready more than than a year and a half. And there was a space in between that we kind of took time for both ourselves and do whatever. After that, do our own thing. And when we had some gigs abroad, we did that. And uh, but it's yeah, you're, When you're on a the label There's many factors that come with it, eh? is it the Different artists They all need to be pushed uh...
0: no. There's no like Not a specific reason Like uh, Okay we have this sound And we want to evolve it And take our time to do so Or just like We no. don't feel like no. Doing another record but right it, now or...
1: <clears throat> It actually naturally happ- happened And I'm quite happy that it happened I'm a little happy, uh, <laughs> happy Yeah because good. Because I feel like
2: what do you mean releasing it now? No,
1: no, no. The the, the, the break that we took basically ah. to start for me, because I... I well, break. The, the When I started with you, I was just like at the beginning of realizing that I could actually sing and do something with my voice. And so being in this group has been an incredible journey, but it also made me like kind of stuck to a certain way of singing mm-hmm. um, that I was used to. So with this break, I could actually like just do a lot of other crazy stuff, and I'm really happy that I did that because I find I found a lot of confidence and inspiration doing that. So. Then mm.
0: you can also take that back to the group and what you're doing there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's all, Always a good way to approach breaks or however you want to call it, um, and doing different things and taking that back to the project, uh, because I've listened to the album a few times and I found it it's very easy listening like it goes by really fast because um, it's very cohesive and yeah i was just wondering like what was the approach or the 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 way you figured let's do this record this way it's it's just no it's just the uh, it's yeah stopping.
2: it's the whole process of of First, uh, the beat is there or the idea, basic, it can stay like that. Then the vocal comes on it, it gets worked out, might become a new song. Uh, Michiel plays some some keys on there or whatever. Yeah, every answer is basically, it's open out there. I mean, everything is possible and like we don't fit uh, in in one box or whatever Mm. and that goes music style, uh, thoughts maybe too, mm-hmm. can be a contradiction what we think. It but doesn't... in the end, it, it works, you know, and that's life. The biggest contradiction is life itself, you know? Mm. Hate versus love, hungry versus food, uh, sleep versus uh, everything, yep. contradictions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it works, goes hand in hand, I think. It does work, <laughs> yeah, it does work. Uh, so Michiel is your third member, basically. Has he been there from the start, or how did that? Day uh, one, day one. Not and uh, not necessarily playing,
2: but he's on the first album, second more. But the first album was much more. Um, I would not say sample based, but had a other. No, it's still a lot of sampling, but but. Uh, it's
1: more grimy. No, not necessarily. Uh, remember,
2: different right. color. I mean, you hear an evolving production too, and in, in, in how how the vocals get like like lyrically, the performance itself, it's like, it's a process. And you take the first back, then to the second, and second to the third, and every experience you take with you.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering that because he's a very integral part of your group, um, but he's not always been in the front, I guess. Uh, no. Is that is that a more conscious choice of him or, or th- doesn't he want to be like out there or is he more like a studio person? Because you, you get a lot of groups where there's more people than what you see and then they're just the, the people that don't want to be on stage, that don't want to be in mm. the limelight. Um, so I was wondering how that works between the three of you. Uh,
2: we will always be a duo like and then we had on the first album also uh andrew from uh, stuff on the ewe he was on a. we always work with different people too but michiel is our main guy i think or what do you think
1: mm. um i don't know i never really thought about it actually i just i always felt like he was your friend and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, <he happens> to <laughs> be and you, the you guys no, no. do what you do in the studio and it works and i never thought about okay does yeah. he want to be more seen or
2: no, he he enjoys kind of uh, the mysterious part uh, because he did, I he did a lot of stuff for many people too, and, yeah. and, and I mean he's really great uh, to work with. Mm-hmm. Like classically trained, and and he's literally an arranger, writing for for orchestras and stuff like that. But then he thinks kind of twisted too, which is. That's where it gets interesting. <laughs> Twisted in what ways? Oh, uh, like like
1: he, we, we, we're not really like that musically trained. And so we make stuff more like, I don't know, on the...
2: Out of tune too. And yeah. Then, but then and then he
1: comes and he's like, oh, that's da, 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 And then he plays then he, like, it. Uh, it's like super technical. Like, oh, okay.
2: But <laughs> also like <laughs> like you see him, like if he plays on that sampled stuff or whatever, he's constantly tuning. Like also with the Jupiter 6, all things, you know, stuff like that. And that's where it gets special and interesting. He has a very detailed
0: ear, Mm -hmm. to say like that. It's a very good person to have. Uh, People with detailed ears are hard to come by. And whenever you meet them, they're very enigmatic. And and you feel like if you meet someone like that, then you feel like, ah, shit, he... He's better than me in every day. Uh, but and no, it's he, not. You know? It's not
1: because he just knows the word for yeah, it. That's the true. only thing.
0: But I, for me personally, it's like when I meet someone, I'm like, oh, I need to do better. You feel intimidated, you know? you need yeah, to do Better, but not in a bad way. Just in like a very, it's, it feels like very good competition. Like if if I would be in a group project with someone who is uh, like that, like constantly, and I always want to better myself. So I think it's a very interesting kind of person to have like you, I think a group with three people like that would not work <laughs> because then there's like uh, right, right but you all have your own individual thing to bring yeah uh, you need someone that is very technically skilled in musical things but you also need someone who's very technically skilled in producing and you also need someone who's a very good singer in, in the case of, of your group um I know that you're a very uh, you like analog stuff a lot. And when you were talking about the Jupiter, is that uh, a conscious choice to to work with analog equipment a lot, or do you also do a lot of things in the box, uh, like in software? Outboxed, man. (laughs) Outboxed. Damn it. (laughs) No, I
2: like uh, gritty. Like with with hardware, you get often gritty, uh, especially the old uh, instruments and so. Like uh, you have an uh, Akai uh, filter at home too? Uh. In the studio at home sounds like
0: it. in these uh, days everything <laughs> is the same thing. Life is a
2: yeah. blur. And I've um, uh, MFC filter from that's the same from the MPC the filter, but then stereo, so it's a hands-on, uh, and it's it's all built 80s early 90s so it's kind of old so it comes with the grit, mpc a 16-bit you know Mm. the you can get i I don't enjoy or do discussions about digital versus analog because i love both but i'm more of like a machine person Mm. to say it like that Mm. like if i and it's it's kind of the same with you. I know if we if I hear a sound and it's dirty, gritty, yeah, turn it up. Like you know, I'm very much the same in yeah. that
0: way. So I understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's because your music has a very pre two thousand quality to it in a very good way. Like it sounds, it, it sounds very fresh but it also has that gritty and old and and i know because we've talked before that it's a very conscious thing that you do um and i was very uh happy in a way to hear that it's still very much present in the new record even though it sounds very clean and it's very modern in a lot of ways but still it captures that essence of 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 vibe i guess is the Mm. the way i would put it
3: To against me, what you want is what you see. I'll be playing with your feelings. What he said to me last night you satisfy my desire to live in a temple side by side let me be your wife see it doesn't get no better even wrote you a lot better are you
0: so you've guys been with deep then since day one since you've uh, started this project um and you've toured a lot of different places, seen a lot of different things. Um, faces. Faces, places. <laughs> uh, the races. Oh,
1: listen, right. But
2: everybody's <laughs> still doing the same thing. That's same. Uh, MED. That's from MED. Door. No, Madlib, Madlib Going different oh, places, okay. seeing a lot of faces, but everybody's still doing the same thing. And it is. Are you a big Madlib fan?
0: Yeah. Who, who isn't? <laughs> I guess there's a lot of people that are not... As yeah, you yeah. Known with his work uh, oh, yeah, yeah. is it, is it a, also something that you're very inspired by because I know you do a lot of sampling uh, within the project so I guess Madlib being one of the gods of sampling in a lot of ways uh, must be a very big inspiration yeah for sure <laughs> gazing off oh
1: sorry sorry was that, uh, yeah yeah yeah. It for me as well question. definitely but I got a lot of his you know ninth wonder um what's his name master ace uh this is yeah this old 2000 ish uh, i think uh, around the 2000
0: 90s whatever as long as it's good but also dj yeah.
1: rashad and his crew you know like all that yeah
0: yeah i think it's yeah. very uh interesting how a, an art form like sampling keeps evolving over the years mm-hmm. um i mean you've given a sampling class recently as yeah, well. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I did as well, I think a month before, uh, and I was teaching them very digital sampling and how I um, pull apart sounds to the point where you can't recognize them anymore. But mm-hmm. I do that to keep the quality of the sound or like the, the, the essence of what makes that sound tick. I really want, but I want it to sound different. Mm-hmm. And I've only seen the pictures of your class because I wasn't there, but I saw you were uh, working with samplers a lot, mostly. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. I brought the 2000 XL, uh, which still works, but I don't have, like, the the zip drive anymore. Um, and then the 1000 also, which I use uh, for live performances as well. But just, I don't know, just so they could, like, see mm-hmm. um, how, how, how it looks like, basically, and have a feel of what it's like to play on an MPC. But I think MPC, yeah, I guess it's a good tool especially for beginners to just understand to just dissect the a beat basically and like all the 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 components that you need to make a song i think that's 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 why i really love the npc because it it makes it really easy to understand yeah Uh, rather than uh, a computer and all these small things
0: true true yeah it was very um hard as well when giving that class and see how people uh interact with a computer or like don't understand why certain things do certain things because it's a computer. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like with buttons, you're very more agile and, and see and feel what yeah, it does. Yeah,
1: um, true, true. Yeah.
0: I think it's also very interesting how a lot of people don't like understand sampling as like people who are not in music usually don't understand sampling as what sampling is. Or And I'm not even talking about like stealing or whatever, but they don't understand why or how you take a certain part from it. Yeah. And I think it's always interesting when people then show hardware to do it Mm because if you show it on a computer it's like oh okay i guess but like if you show it on hardware it's very um more understandable yeah understandable and approachable yeah that's
1: true
0: sampling um Sampling back to my previous question. So, a lot of different places and spaces. Wow, I'm very happy on how I did that. Uh, (laughs) You're
1: such a good uh, (laughs) interviewer. Thank you
0: very much. Uh, So, you've toured a lot of different places. What is something that you would say is very memorable? Uh, Because I I think from what I see on on social media and and, um, read about uh, Deep Medi it's it's very uh, family-based and it feels a lot like family. And then a lot of the producers and, and artists that are on there um know each other and then work together uh because i see uh amina you've worked, almost sorry i've uh, worked with uh, guns as well and, yeah. and stuff like that so uh what is like a memorable tour or or, or shows that you've easy. done easy oh, easy one two three <laughs> india, india. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was so memorable uh, india Pff, good vibes
1: just Yeah, if I was just, I didn't expect anything. I was just, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. And I was very, very surprised at how. And, oh, but that sounds bad too. If I'm going to say, no, I'm not going to say it. Maybe, I don't know. Hmm. I was just, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I thought the venues were going to be way, you know, just less technical and a little bit
0: more, you know. Dodgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was on a proper level. That sounds a little
1: bit racist maybe, but, um...
0: I mean, I don't think it's racist. I think it's uh, very unknowing. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is usually the thing. I, I also catch myself um, having that when I played in Romania a few years ago. Oh, I, like, oh, I love oh. Romania. I mean, we it's played gonna be them. weird, but then I get there and it was the most fun I've ever had.
1: Dude, seriously, these yeah. people know how to party. It's crazy. We we
0: played the
2: yeah.
1: um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> ale. how is it called?
1: It's in Transylvania. The, yeah. I played in Sawara,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Romanians party very hard, but yeah. I also had the same thing where I felt that oh, uh, it's gonna be like weird and shabby, and people are gonna be very eh. But then they were so warm and welcoming, mm. and, and they built like the most insane sound systems to play. Um, so I get that you like going somewhere that you don't know really well mm-hmm. is like oh, it might not be what I'm used to, but then it usually surprises because if people wanna get you over, they usually share the love for what you do and then they also feel that what you do should be represented in the right in the, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm, But
2: mm-hmm. but I think most of the invites that we have to go and play like worldwide it's always like good vibes and first place people they book us for the music and for what we do and um, it's like when we uh, Italy, uh, like there's a bunch of people singing, singing the songs from beginning to end. It's like uh, we, I remember we <laughs> you know we, were, we, we were playing, what? and like I look up to to her and and <laughs> she's not singing, and I hear all the vocals, and like, I'm like, damn, they know happy and everywhere where we go, everywhere, many places, and people don't, we always take people with us, you know, and that's that's nice to experience and to see and to feel people don't know the music, but it really touches them, like with the performance and that's cool. Like uh, with our style of music also, they, we can be booked in kind of different, that it gets a different vibe like we played in prague one time with uh, milani, uh, the milani Biasio. so they did the show there and we had to do the support uh, for them but it was uh, it was like uh, a gig with no drums that they did their performance was just like the vocals contrabass and piano. you know uh, piano and we we played before with all electronic deep uh, sub sub vibes but the match was it it worked really nice Mm. so things like that it's also cool to do like in in the opposite of a a deep midi party for example you know it's also cool when you go play up a deep medie night and you arrive to do the sound check, and there's 300 people already <laughs> waiting together, and that's like you. So but yeah. you start. We we are the opener then of the night because with the live show or maybe one DJ before, but then you're playing already for a full room, all of people who are there for only the music, you know, and then that's really like people shouting, going wild. Uh, that's really dope then.
0: Yeah, that's the best feeling. To just get people going crazy about what you do or what you've created. Because it comes from a very deep and special place. Um, yeah. And especially like going places all over the world, which you guys have done. And, and hopefully can keep doing if this pandemic yeah. settles down. Um, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> no. Uh, let's not go there. We swore.
1: We made we an oath. <laughs> I mean.
0: It, it, Penalty. It, it, got, it, it got a small mention. Let's leave it at that. Small Cut mention. it out. <laughs> production mm-hmm. um how do you feel that um in belgium they perceive or or receive your music do you feel that you get the same kind of love here that you would do abroad or do you feel that you're overlooked or or
1: um i don't f- are you overlooked i don't know you know belgian people they're they're quite hard to please huh? they're not in, in as an easy crowd, I feel they need... Um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go too negative. <laughs> I don't want to sound so negative. But I mean, yeah, I have I have, I have to be honest. Like, I think we both uh, experienced the best shows were not, we're not in Belgium necessarily.
2: Oh, necessarily. but mm, the AB main room support Tricky was like banging. <laughs> but Banging
1: I mean it was Full house But it wasn't real, The vibe wasn't Like
2: It was a, was a good show uh, It was a
1: good show Yeah But I feel Yeah, yeah that but that's a, that's I, a, I had better That's stuff. a
2: Belgian crowd too I mean And it There's a lot of I not stories But I've seen it often That That Belgian Acts It's harder to get Support first In a, in their own Habitat Yeah <laughs> Even you know And And
1: they need so to know you for a while, for a couple of years maybe, and then to like warm up to you as an artist. Mm. Whereas in other places, it's more quick. Oh yeah, that's good. Like, and there's no like, uh, I don't know, in between or whatever. Mm. And Belgian people, they need to yeah, they need time.
2: But then people start saying things are too like, oh, you should post more. Oh, you should do. But I mean, everything that happens with the music gets posted and it is out there if you want me to post that I'm cutting my nails or eating uh, potatoes tonight.
1: Oh, that part, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, social media as well plays a big role in what Belgian music is. Mm. Uh, and what you said about not getting um, recognition here because they need to know you for a while. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very interesting conversation that I've had with a lot of different artists where there's seemingly two roads here you either go to the through all the proper channels uh and then mm-hmm. play all the big mm-hmm. uh, concert halls and that and become yeah. a big thing in belgium but yeah. then stay a big thing in belgium and and it doesn't it. go further yeah, or yeah. you do the long road and the long mm-hmm. haul and you do everything else first and then you come back here and you're like oh you're big you're big in japan or you're big there let's push you up yeah. and, yeah. and that, that feels like the only two roads to take Either yeah. the media goes crazy from the get-go here, and then the chances of you getting out of that is very small, or you. But
1: then you can still eat, of course. You can still eat, <laughs> but <laughs> You're I think, I, good. I, think
2: <laughs> I think we're mainly talking radio then, because like for like our album, the first album and Outbox got really this one too, and the morning got a killer mm. review, really good mm-hmm. review. Like our uh, first album was the first Belgian album on the end of the year list in Humo. I mean, nobody knew, and it was like, who is this? Saw this online, and we got messages like, uh, this and that. But uh, that's cool, you know? That's a a good look too, and being kind of that independent vibe and branding like that is Mm -hmm. the best thing you can do, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely, and that's why I think uh, it's, it's very nice to hear that you guys have the opposite of that your focus is not as much value. But we d- we
2: don't try to not want that No no, 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 no. Uh,
0: but people know but people think that because you're like oh, uh, you, you, you nice keeping for it real It's keeping
2: it real Well we had I uh, also cool offers this and that because we're on a good label we close to like with Mala and all that you know things come on your pad but we can it's easy to expose a lot of things and name dropping and but I mean, you, me—we're the same. I mean, we—you know.
0: Yeah, we're all just people. And
2: and that's where for me, I, we're the, we're both like that, and that's kind of central in 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 the project. We get uncomfortable then because it's not what your feeling says, you know. And then we back where we started. It's all about the feeling in the creating in the doing a show. You know, they can offer you a lot of money for a show there, but uh, the venue is really bad. Mm. Then we go for maybe we triple the fee and then we might <laughs>
3: <laughs> consider
0: <laughs> I mean, we all got to eat. So yeah. sometimes thing, we got to do things. Gotta, yeah,
1: true, true.
0: Is there is there like a, a venue that you remember that you're like, oh, horror story? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The but first... Pee? The, the pee?
2: Huh? The, ah. Our first gig We got invited Jessica Cafe On the first oh, gig
1: But that wasn't Too horrible
2: Yeah no, That was a computer crash Yeah uh.
1: But still the vibe Was okay And people yes, were, like Understood But for sure For sure, sure For sure the
2: vibe It was a deep Midi night too But that was our first But when that happened It was like Cold shower <laughs> You feel like crying But I mean It wasn't I, Should uh, I keep
1: singing? Should I keep going? Like I don't know <laughs>
2: He <laughs> start his computer up again. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, shit like that happens. Uh, like with our project, like the name and taste of struggle, people often compare it or think it's a negative ten, thing. It's it's n- has nothing to do with n- negativity or struggle. I mean, if you haven't experienced a struggle in your life, you haven't lived your life.
1: You are not a human being. No, you, ha- you haven't lived life. Himself.
2: I mean, it's constant. Everything... But that's not not as bad sad or whatever and but people might think that with the name and the tone and the music you know the tone that we have the lyrics i have close friends or whatever or people who know who know me well or who know you the i can't listen every day to the lyrics is too too hard for me no it's, it goes yeah. deep i'm people start thinking and they go to certain type of situations or yeah. whatever. The messages we got too is like, we the music and the lyrics saved people's life. Literally that we get messages. I mean, that's really cool stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people can empathize and feel what's real. Um, you can, as well I, as I was biking here, I uh, was listening to uh, Waterman again and it really transported me into like the road from where from at home to here i don't remember Mm -hmm. the road because i was very in a certain vibe and in in a different world for a second and i did not feel bad or, or like you said struggle is not a bad thing no. everybody needs to go through their own personal struggle to get somewhere mm-hmm. um it's facts <laughs> yeah it's facts i mean you can't live life, life you're not a human if you don't struggle at some point everybody starts with something how small or big whatever yeah. um but i could like you could feel melancholy in the music but not a, as a bad thing like it, it felt like a warm blanket wrapping me as i was like safely coming here, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing. and so I get why people would say it saved their lives in a way. It, it's very no, but comforting. other people who going through
2: hard times and then they thought thinking about ending it or whatever, yeah. really stuff like that, uh, then you're speechless. But yeah. you you get it too in the other
0: way, you know. It's yeah, understand. That's why that's why I always think that uh, music, which inherently might not be built from really great feelings, or or like, uh, bad memories that influence music or whatever, or or a message that is not as easy, um, always feels the most comforting, because then you know that you're not the only person Mm. going through things like that, and and it feels, you feel connected, and that is, that's what I was trying to say, as I was coming here, I really felt connected to you guys, and, and the music that you made, because it was very soothing and... I can tell that, like, just by talking to you now, how honest and genuine that feeling in your music actually is. It, it added another layer for me. So to anyone listening, go and listen to their discography because it's really good. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, so the venue was is cool, but computer crash, which is bad. Ah. Um, so, what is currently your biggest taste of struggle?
1: <sighs> <laughs>
0: that sound is your current biggest taste <laughs> of struggle. Um,
1: There's two things I think that I struggle most in life with and that is uh, love and relationships. I do not understand it. I know what it feels like, I think but it's very hard. It's, and it's, it's something that I know that in this lifetime that I that I need to grasp, you know, that I have to figure out what it is and to feel it, to give it, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, self-hate, that's also, you know, with the love thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, I'm a Sagittarius rising, so for me, bigger world problems. I feel like I can, and maybe it's really childish, I don't know, but like to change the world, or to help change the world. I don't know, but really on a bigger scale, like globally, um, trying to, um, yeah, make this planet a better planet. And I don't know, make people understand themselves and why they feel certain things or why they say or do certain things. And then if they understand that, they can understand that from somebody else and then just be more empathy and everybody would just be more nicer to each other. And then, uh, yeah. Was that a question? Was that a good answer?
0: That was a good answer. Yeah,
2: you answered that one for me too. It was so good. I don't need to answer this question. Thank you.
0: Yes! You speak for the both of you. No, I think that's a very... um, It's very much in line with with what I was saying about the music, I think. Um, How that you have a certain feeling that you... I mean... I guess everyone wants to change the world in their own way, um, and I think you guys already do. With if you say that you've saved people, that people tell you that you've saved mm-hmm. them, you've changed the world for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think uh, your current struggles are very much um, in line with that. I guess so. They might not be struggles for much longer. Yeah, I was watching the people walking around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think someone's out uh, being cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're still good. <laughs> hey manager you can come in if you want.
1: Oh look at look at his
0: face. Oh my god <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> shout out to
1: Ufuk. Yes <laughs> lovely human being
3: What's the deal, all that hate, you just keep
0: to touch on the rona a little bit sorry but uh so now that the record is out yeah and uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name it anymore but now that the record is out um and i guess we can't play shows for a while uh what is that you feel that you want to do now take a hot bet or go even harder i mean like relax or go even uh more into
1: i guess more more into just yeah but also yeah trying to figure out a new way of living as well like that's something that also I have to figure out. Like,
2: yeah, but it's, it's temporary, yeah, that's what's going on, and shows will come back, and yeah, no doubt, it's gonna be like like when we did, did our, uh, our show a couple of weeks ago in Tricks here in Antwerp. Like, you remember, I walked off stage, I was pissed off, eh? literally pissed off, I started yelling at both Michiel and Amos, like, like what the fuck, like, because I was upset. <laughs> like
1: it wasn't that bad. It was, no, <laughs> but it was just
2: because, uh, like, like no facial expressions. Everybody see that whole complete. But you felt it though. You know, felt it though. Like, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, even when, like, they can say, try to
1: shut us down in many ways. No, like
2: even that. when we do a bad show, it's still a good show for most of the people, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: But it was very uncomfortable for me. The show itself was good, but just the fact that people are seated, mouth masks, don't dance, don't like show. Yeah, the
2: force thing. Yeah. Like and uh, for me it it only I think I told you on the fifth song I only looked up for the first time into the to the crowd and you always have the lights and whatever, so it's it's kind of sometimes very unclear, and, but I didn't feel like seeing that that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Did you also experience that in uh, Amos?
1: Uh no. Like I said, I, I really felt the people. Like I don't know, the vibe was good. There was a lot of love there, and I also saw people like moving on their seat. Maybe because I could see them better. No, really... no. Yeah, I could see sad, people moving. But... You know, and like you know, and some people even took their masks off a little bit. So yeah, mm. even though it's not allowed.
0: Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very uh, double edged sword in that way that. You obviously want to perform and it's good that there until now uh, were options to do so even though very limited for the um, the person who's coming to experience the concert first uh, time for everything yeah? exactly <laughs> um, I think it's just as you said like finding a new way to live also comes in that way like how if this continues for a while longer, how will shows evolve? Because mm-hmm. um, this is obviously not the most ideal scenario. Uh, but what is? I don't know. And I hope we find a better way to. Um, yeah. The to
1: pro- the thing is that th- we need to find a way. Yeah. Not them. No, exactly. Finding a way and then oh yes, let's use that system. No, we need to find our own system. Mm-hmm. That's the why I think very
0: important. Yeah, I agree. I mean. It's fun to hear that people break their chairs because they want to go in a mosh pit and then they like break their chair because they're dancing too hard. That's cool to see. But I mean, it's not the same as people shouting and and showing love and dancing. Dancing, dancing Crying and jumping and getting emotional. Dancing is so
1: important. Yeah, just the movement of your body. Like, this is, you know, they're trying to force people to be something that they're not Mm. and try to make them colder and colder. And I don't know, so... good
0: yeah i mean like as you say dancing is very important even for myself i've noticed that uh i put in a certain moment every week where i at least dance for half an hour yes like just on my own or with like with someone or whatever but just you need to get it out of your system i tell a lot of people that that clubbing or going to concerts is not only about the music it's it's about letting your body go mm-hmm. and being and letting yourself. energy that's
1: blood go and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: so i think that is like we might need to figure out what the how to do that without dancing i guess or or whatever i think that's the the main thing have people have their outlet again mm-hmm. not only for the artist but also for the listener for the, the person experiencing whatever art form is happening have their outlet feeling music is is one thing it's a very big part of it but then there's also how your body reacts to it yeah yeah life okay um there's one question that i ask every time to whoever is here and uh i think it's uh my favorite question i think it's also Matez's favorite question um is if you were to describe your musical taste as a dish what would that be Mm.
1: (laughs) that's so cool uh
0: and we get like a variety of answers you get people who uh like describe a layered cake and like put like this layer is that and this layer is that or you get people who are like oh i have three a three course meal and it's like this is the intro to so whatever you feel would Describe what you do Or what you listen to Yeah Tapas Tapas Yeah Why?
1: Because it's um, You
2: can eat it non-stop <laughs> Yeah And you can choose
1: You can choose what you want ah. You know You can just Ah I feel like Oh okay Like this Oh I like to mix those two Okay okay um, mm. How do I explain Yeah I think And just the choice The freedom of choice That you have
0: yeah, I think also because the way you eat tapas can change and then like if you use this or use that, yeah. Yeah. Huh, it's interesting. It's also the same for you.
2: Yeah, I want to say something kind of similar. So like a oh, dish <laughs> with, with, no, tapa style, whatever, with, uh, with a lot of healthy stuff on. Uh, I try to kind of live, eat healthy i'd still do unhealthy things of course don't we all yeah yeah, but
1: he's a really great cook for all you ladies out there
2: Mm. hello what's your favorite dish to make i don't have favorites
1: uh because
2: they always tell you that you're my number one who's your number two because you can't have a number one without a number two (laughs) Mm.
0: and you can't have number two without a number three and then the list goes on
2: in no, but um, depends on the mood too. It's like with the music. Right now, what is the thing that you like to make? Now something with that vocado, hmm. and I feel like uh, marinated chicken too. Now, it's been a while since I had chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. a funny, a funny <laughs> thing that I, I... have you ever seen the um, Goldie Cliffy chicken thing? It's a Goldie the. Uh, boss from metalheads has this video where he makes his special cliffy chicken and it's like a sketch thing where he, he's, like, he's yeah, dressed make... like a chicken too always. no it's just <laughs> like uh this jamaican guy is very like over the top and he's like hey, let's go make this cliffy chicken man and <laughs> yeah. it's amazing watch it okay. um i have not made it yet but i it looks so good that i want to make it so if you want to make chicken look that up okay. might be um <laughs> Might be an extra inspiration. <laughs> Might be an extra inspiration. Guys, thank you so much for this talk. Oh, um, thank you for inviting thank us. Thank you. It's fine. That's It was fun. The hour went by quickly, which more. is good. Yeah. Hey, that means we had a good time. Yes. Um, is there anything that you would like to add or ask me or uh, ask Matez, who is also here? Uh, Matez is one of the two people who run Sweaty Palms, together with Lodge, uh, Kona and DJ Peugeot. Thank you for... Letting me have these bullshit conversations <laughs> with people. Um, guys, anything you would like to add?
1: Uh, Waterman. Waterman. Listen to it. And, uh, yeah, don't lose hope. I don't know. Don't lose hope. And
2: mm. that's <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't lose, lose hope. hope. Don't
1: lose hope. No, otherwise I'm going to sound corny. No, don't lose hope. Like... Um, even though it looks really shitty right now, uh, it just you know we need to start believing in ourselves. This sounds so corny too, but just
2: no. And the music is important for people to connect. Yeah, people connect with the music, but also with each other when they come together. And it's uh, it's different now. For I mean, it's uh, in 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 about twenty forty years. Yeah your granddaddy uh, was a, was a, released an album during the corona. <laughs> <laughs> People will remember.
0: They will remember. No, uh, yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank uh, you for the invite. Stream Waterman by A Taste of Struggle by The Vinyl. Yes. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you guys play shows again. And uh, yeah, stay safe. Stay healthy, believe in yourself. Drink your water. Drink your water. Thank you very much. <laughs> bye bye. We love
3: you. Bye bye. Oh. Ready for the one. secret sins inside of your